you cruising through life not always knowing what direction you were headed? Let Live On Purpose with Dr. Paul Jenkins be your guide. Live On Purpose will give you insights into your life and show you how you can become the driver and captain of it. No more aimless wandering. By learning the principles that govern happiness and wealth, you will be able to make personal progress that you have only dreamed possible. And now, here's your host, the shrink who expands your life, Dr. Paul. Welcome, everybody, to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life. We've got another great episode of Live on Purpose today. And actually, this is a great this is a great opportunity to do just that, to live on purpose, and to figure out a little bit more about what that means. I have a fantastic guest with me today on the line. Uh, his name is Steve Denunzio, a good friend of mine and author of the book, The Prosperity Paradigm. We'll be talking a little bit more about that book a little later in today's show. Steve, I want to welcome you to Live on Purpose. Thank you so much, Dr. Paul. It's always great being with you. You're always so uplifting, and I just feel like, uh, even though we've only known each other for a couple of years, I feel like we're old friends. Well, I do too. Steve, you're one of those people who came into my life and immediately became part of my prosperity network, as I like to refer to it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's just a really great connection between people who are intentionally trying to figure out their purpose and to help other people do that as well. I believe, Steve, that everyone who comes to this earth has a divine purpose, mm-hmm. that there's a reason why they're here on this rock. And I, I know it's safe uh, saying that to you because you believe the same thing. <laughs> well, uh, it is. I don't think it's only uh, has a purpose. I think the hidden mission of every human being on earth Mm-hmm. By watching how many people are experiencing depression, whether clinical or otherwise, you know, when we start to look at the causes of why are people unhappy, the greatest source seemingly is that they have not discovered their reason for being here. Mm. And if we begin to understand some of these principles, as I was listening to the bumper and you were talking about the principles, you know, we start to notice there's a series of laws, universal laws, that operate independently of people. Mm -hmm. So that elicits this thing like, okay, we look at gravity and we say, okay, here's this law. It stands infinitely present and available by itself. If I'm going to do anything that requires movement, I've got to take gravity into consideration. And every time I violate the principle of gravity, like a mountain climber, if he decides he's going to just jump from one precipice 100 feet across, and he violates the law of gravity, he does so at his own health. Mm Mm-hmm. So we start to recognize there are, there are principles in the world, and they effectuate our life. Now, what gets mm-hmm. us to, you know, look at those things? Well, it's discontent. That's right. And this, this is a really important piece. I mean, you know, Dr. Paul, what have you noticed about discontent? You know, discontent is really the starting point. It's, mm-hmm. the, it's the trigger for a creative process. And, you know, as you think about that, you've heard the phrase that necessity is the mother of invention. Mm-hmm. Well, in much the same way, I think that discontent is the very thing that triggers a creative process. It gives you a reason to embark on 
a process of creating something that's different from whatever it is that you're currently observing. Right. So the discontent, so, and, and what if you had a, a feeling of gratitude for that, <laughs> you know, and recognize it in your life as a great starting point for something better? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the interesting thing is we recontextualize or give a greater meaning to life if we look at discontent not as accidental or as the movement of fate or as something that happens randomly, but if we start saying, okay, I keep seeing the same discontents in my life, mm-hmm. you know, you, when you start to look for that and you start to see and understand what discontent is, and then you start to say, okay, there are these universal principles, and if they varied a nanosecond in either direction, like the speed of light, if the speed of light varies a nanosecond in either direction, creation comes to an end. Mm-hmm. It's a stunning miracle that these laws are constant. It's an absolute mind-boggling miracle. And there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's thousands of them. And when we start to work in harmony with them, we begin to see this hand sweeping through, holding the perfection of these laws in a, in a stunning way, and we start to be humbled by it. And then we start to say, oh, discontent is part of that. Mm-hmm. And what does discontent mean? Well, from a from a mental realm standpoint, it might be viewed just as fate or an accident. But from a spiritual standpoint, we understand that the spiritual plane is a plane of higher potential. We recognize discontent as the inevitable result of violation of truth principles. Mm-hmm. So discontent is the ensuing emotion a human being must feel when we're violating truth principles. How else could creation get our attention? Mm-hmm. And interestingly, what I've experienced in my own life is that God isn't punishing us with discontent. It happens by our own choosing either the ego self, which is the great deceiver on planet Earth, some have called it the satanic influence on Earth of the ego, Mm. or the only other paradigm that exists, which is the God self. Mm -hmm. So when we realize we're always making one choice between these paradigms constantly every single second, making a choice between running the program of the ego self, which is based upon my way, force, Mm -hmm. being right, and being in control. Mm -hmm. Or thy way, which is the God self, is thy way, being happy, and being a team, working in harmony by looking at the things that I do, by looking at the things you do, by looking at the things that every single human being does, and recognize in the right context, every other human being on this earth is a mentor to me. Mm-hmm. Like I have a friend that's not a great kind of principal teacher kind of person, but he's a great mechanic. Mm-hmm. So in the context of we break down by the highway, he becomes the mentor. That's right. And so the beauty, another, you know, one of the things that we talk about is um, a friend of mine who's an agnostic. The jury's still out on whether or not a God exists. And I say, well, let's look at this. How is it that our society has these principles that if we violate, we get unhappy, unhealthy, unwealthy? If we work in accordance with them, it appears that we consistently get healthier, happier, wealthier. What might that be evidence of? <laughs> well, when you start to notice the consistency of these principles, you know, I've been, 
I've been contemplating as you've been introducing this topic, Steve, that uh, you can't really... Well, the word violate is an interesting word because mm-hmm. you can't break a natural law. Mm-hmm. You can behave in a way that is unfavorable to you because the consequences of that law will always play out, whether you believe mm-hmm. it or not, whether you agree with it or not. Very good. And yeah, so, I, I miss... I made I I, I I didn't set an intention. <laughs> yeah, you would only be violating it if your intention is to be happy, healthy, and wealthy. That's right. If your intention is to be miserable, unhealthy, and broke, then there's ways and, to do that. Carry on. It's working well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. You know, I like the word the word that you used, harmony, mm-hmm. because if you align yourself and your behavior and your thoughts and your mind and your spirit. With with the law, mm-hmm. with the principle, if you align it with the principle in a way that that not only increases the possibility of, but really guarantees your happiness, mm-hmm. then that's what's going to happen by law. It has well, to. Well, there's a lot of people that, that struggle with what laws. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the reasons why I wrote the book Prosperity Paradigm, is because... You know, every, every story of someone discovering their, their sole purpose, and, and, and I think every listener to this show probably knows what sole purpose is, but it's your God-given greatest reason for being on earth. It's your greatest talent, strength, hobby, highest self, all combined when identified and cultivated and nourished and then brought in service to humanity will create the most value for other people and prosperity follows value. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to think that money always follows value. It doesn't. But it's not what you always need. Mm-hmm. Prosperity might be the right book at the right time, the right medicine at the right time, running into a blueberry patch if you're lost in the woods, um, mm-hmm. you know, needing to make a cell phone call and have no service. You walk over to a window, and then one inch space, you get a cell tower. I mean, that's prosperity. Mm-hmm. Prosperity is whatever serves the greatest, highest context mm. for godliness in a given setting. You know, I'm so glad you said that because I have, I have a number of people who have, have asked me a similar question. When they're in the process of discovering this sole purpose that they have, some of them aren't even sure that they have it, but they'll say, you know, I really love to do this or that, or I see that I really can create value for people in this way or that way. But then they follow it up with, but I don't see how I could make money with that. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're, they're missing the point. Mm-hmm. It's, not about, it's not about money. It's not about currency, although that will follow too in, in a predictable kind of a way based on certain principles. It is about prosperity, and I like the way you're defining that. Prosperity has everything to do with your happiness, your joy, the way that you're able to share happiness and joy with other people and to create that. This is a critical point, and it's a really important point, especially with, you know, how many relationships I have with people in Utah. And this, you know, Les McGuire, our good friend, once said, dollars follow value. And in the right context, they do. But that is a, a smaller majority of time than saying a more universal principle, which is that prosperity follows value, and God will determine what that abundance 
that most serves you in the moment is and knows far greater than do we. Mm, that's right. So if we say prosperity, for me, if I were to give you, you know, 15 qualities of prosperity, and let's say the 15th is money, it might be um, health of my family, relationship with my wife, relationship mm-hmm. with my children, relationship with the God of your understanding. Of course, no prioritized fashion, but just the mm-hmm. fifth, 14 before money, inner peace, um, mm-hmm. making a difference in the world, uh, having great friendships, having uh, an understanding, at least a basic understanding of true principles, um, mm-hmm. healing, you know, the ability to heal quickly if you have a cut or a cold or whatever it might be, um, having a, a roof over your head and food. Um, mm-hmm. You see, so we're saying, we're, we're recognizing, you know, confidence, mm-hmm. wellness, all these things are prosperity. Let's get right back to that after this commercial break. And Steve, I want you to, to help us understand also how we discover that sole purpose that we're looking for. We'll do that. Stick with us. If you live in the Utah County area, and if you like what you hear on this program, then this opportunity is for you. I am hosting a weekly mastermind group called Paradigm Insurance every Wednesday from 4 to 5.30 at my office. Call Eric at 801-221-0223 for more details. We prefer an abundant atmosphere, so please wipe your mind before entering. That's 801-221-0223. In the spirit of the education that has helped the principals of Braycon take their business to the next level, Braycon Advisors has presented the Mind Your Own Business Roundtable. This powerful one-day event is designed for those individuals or business owners who are ready to take their own business to the next level. Limited to a small, intimate group, All those who attend the roundtable will receive one-on-one feedback from a group of amazing producers whose invaluable input can truly launch your business into the stratosphere. We are committed to every single person in the room leaving inspired and motivated from this powerful day with specific action steps and strategies that you can begin to apply immediately. For more information, visit the website gotindependence.com or contact Corey at 801-961-1382. The number again is... 801-961-1382. If you have a pile of books you want to read, growing faster than the pile of books you have read, Abundant Reading Systems course can help you. You'll learn a skill that allows you to read much more rapidly, and you can retain more of what you read. I was actually quite surprised at my original benchmark this morning. To be able to do as well as I did, I almost tripled my benchmarks uh, and increased my comprehension, so I feel good about what I learned. Abundant Reading Systems brings you an all-new single-day speed reading workshop, where you'll learn the principles behind effective reading and Double your current reading speed, guaranteed. This belief started to grow inside of me that I thought, you know, I can really do this. I can read, you know, as fast as I let myself read. And uh, ended up doubling my time, my speed reading time, which was really good. At the end of the day, I feel like I'm leaving feeling empowered. Register now for this event by calling 435-669-1206. That's 669-1206. Abundant Reading Systems. Reading at the speed of imagination. 669-1206.
Welcome back to Live on Purpose. I've got Steve Denunzio with me on the line today, and we're having a discussion here that has got me fired up. And Steve, as we've been talking, you know, I I wanted to let you know I just completed just yesterday a book that uh, probably you've already read at some point. It's called The Power of Intention by Dr. Wayne Dyer. And uh, I know you're familiar with Dr. Dyer and some of the stuff he does, but uh, uh, a lot of what I was reading in that book is just kind of ringing in my ears today as we're having this discussion. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyway, I thought I'd mention that. I'm not sure that I'm, I have anything ready to quote from that. Well, just... you know, what's happening is that when you, you start to realize that the message is congruent amongst the soul group because we're like a radio station you know Mm -hmm. we're all we're all congregating in the same in the universe there's vibrational frequency realms just Mm -hmm. like in the electromagnetic spectrum you'll notice that you know this radio goes out in a certain bandwidth you know and they're very consistent so similarly people hang together in soul groups because they're magnetized together like the old adage you know birds of a feather Mm -hmm. that's right so we're all in the same soul group. So, you know, you're reading a book that is written from the frequency and the vibrational frequency in the electromagnetic spectrum called love. Mm-hmm. Dr. Dyer is someone who's a love-driven being. So, you know, That's you have right. a series of beings on planet Earth, and if you listen to them, you know, Eckhart Tolle, love-driven being. Mm-hmm. You know, Dr. Paul, love-driven being. Uh, Dalai Lama, unconditional love. You know, even a mm-hmm. higher level of consciousness. There's no condition that can occur to his physical, emotional, spiritual, or mental being that can pull him out of that. Mm-hmm. So the That's power right. of intention is written in that, in that level of love. And, you know, recognize that, of course, the number one principle of the God self is love, but it is not love the way most human beings think of it. It is not love as an emotion. Rather, it is love as a way of being in the world. It's a style it's not something that we give or take away from people. We don't use love to punish people that didn't fulfill our desires, like most have been taught. Mm-hmm. Rather, when someone doesn't fulfill our desire, we merely recognize that as having nothing to do with us, and we just do something else. We practice a style of love that's called non-attachment. Mm-hmm. So, and as you do this, as you become non-attached to other you know, material things and non-attached to resentment, non-attached to hostility as a way of solving problems, you start to recapture power. Now, in a world of force, we need power. If you want to discover soul purpose, you have to begin to recognize and watch what's plugging me into anger and fear and negativity. Okay, mm-hmm. those are the pathways. Mm-hmm. Don't ignore that. Don't stuff it. Look right at those things. Now, in that moment, if we can remember God, if we can remember God and surrender the worry, the fear, the doubt, the judgment, the negativity to God as it arises, we recapture precious, precious, precious life energy. And it begins to gather in the wellspring of our soul to be applied towards soul purpose. Soul purpose requires us to be heart present. Requires us mm-hmm. to be present in the now, in our heart, not just in our head. The head's always saying, well, what can I get out of this? How can I manipulate this? How can I be in control? So-and-so made me angry. I didn't get my desire fulfilled. Anger is merely about desires unfulfilled. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. 
So when we stop leaking this precious lost opportunity energy into things beyond our control, things that are really all about the abode of the ego, we recapture energy. And as we recapture it, Paul, it begins to build in the wellspring of our soul. So when people say, well, gee, you know, before the break, you say, people often say, well, I know what I love to do, but I just can't see ways to make money with that. It's not, Mm -hmm. don't try to make money. Focus on Mm -hmm. the recapturing of the energy. Because when you recapture energy, you begin to get uh, divine sight. We call it in common parlance, intuition. How does it happen? Mm -hmm. Well, it happens through meditation. It happens through doing your spiritual disciplines. So you stop running. The first thing we do is we stop running from fear. We stop running from worry. We stop running from doubt. And we start looking directly at those things and say, I surrender this negativity to you, O Lord, and we begin to remember God. That's the beginning point. And we get real bone-crushingly honest about our discontent. And we actually declare to the world, okay, God, I get how I'm not supposed to be. I get what I'm not supposed to do. I get how I'm not supposed to speak. We get really clear about the, what we don't want. Yeah. And that's the first step, right? That's, well, and that part is usually not hard for people to identify. Yeah. They kind of know what they don't want. That next step is a tougher one. Right. Let's talk about that next step. Great. The next step is identification of what I love to do, but more than that, identification that I must be willing to give it away with no exchange, nothing, nothing. Mm. Give it away. Give what you love to do away. And you do that, you're priming the pump of the universe. There's not this dualistic thing of what came first, the chicken or the egg. It's not an either or. It's God already put me in this stunningly abundant universe, okay? Once I stop focusing on the ego self, and I look right at that which scares me the most, and I begin surrendering it to God, I've now created a new pattern of remembering God or focusing on the God self. I'm stopping this energy leakage required to not only live sole purpose, but to make it a service to others. In the second phase, the first phase might be called declaration of discontent. There's really seven phases here, Paul. Okay. The first is the declaration of discontent. It's stating, this is who I'm not. I have successfully eliminated how not to live my sole purpose. <laughs> very, it's very powerful. Yeah, well, that's important information to have. It's really, think about, you know, Edison, so-called, you know, 10,000 failures. He never said that. Mm-mm. Right? What did he say? You know the quote. That he found 10,000 ways how not to make a light bulb. Exactly right. <laughs> I successfully, the first thing he said is, I look what humanity needs. Ah, service, that's a God self, serving others. Mm-hmm. He said, then I go about eliminating what doesn't work. He said, I, suc- I didn't fail 10,000 times. I successfully eliminated 10,000 combinations that did not result in incandescent light. Mm-hmm. Well, that's phase one. Now, phase two is identification of your God-given strengths, talents, abilities, hobbies, passions, noble desires, not selfish desires. There's a nobility to soul purpose that's beyond human desires and failings. 
Mm-hmm. And so the second phase is identification, first of what I love to do, and secondarily, the people that if I were to give it away, who would value the most from it. So this is where you start to become clear about what it is that's, that's uniquely within your personal package. That these are the gifts, the desires, the talents, everything that, that I've been blessed with. But it's more than that. In this phase, you're also beginning to identify not just what I love, but the people I love to serve. Mm-hmm. This is where people blow it. We think it's about me. It's not about me. It's about us. Mm-hmm. Not enough to just discover what I love. It's equally important to discover who would be served by it, because those are the people I love. That's the other side of the coin. So the trick here really is to, to discover what you love, to do more of what you love for the people who love what you do. Brilliant. Per- put perfectly. Now, what happens when you do that? You're remembering God more. It's a very humbling thing, and number one, to declare to the world, I'm discontent, I'm in discontent, I have discontentment. It's very humbling. And when you do that, now you start to see every time what plugs me in negatively, and you begin recapturing energy, that gets you up to the next step. Now you identify what I love to do and who I want to do it for, who I love to do it with. And you start by priming the pump in the universe. Like, you remember the old water pump that we'd have way out in the, on the woods, like we were in a Boy Scout camp or something? Yeah, sure. And you'd actually have to prime it. Once you start priming the pump, a suction is created. It begins to draw water. Mm-hmm. Same thing with a carburetor, the old carburetors, you know? Sometimes you'd have to pour a little gas in them. They'd, lose, they'd get this little, like, air pocket or air bubble, and you have to pour gas in it. Once you prime the carburetor, boom, the suction is created, and you've got compression. Mm-hmm. The universe is a lot like that. It's a lot like that. When I'm willing to love on people by giving it away, something amazing occurs. Now, one of the things I've noticed in, in some of the movements around <clears throat> the, the states these days is that people aren't willing to do something unless they're going to get something in return. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to get it from? Would you rather get it from man or would you rather get it from God? Hmm. See, as far as I know, the law of harvest is perfect. The law of harvest, scientifically called the law of sympathetic resonance, says, as ye sow, so ye shall reap. Mm-hmm. Or Jesus went further. He said, so things of the flesh reap corruption, so, th- so things of the spirit, ah, that soul purpose, reap life everlasting. So when I start mm-hmm. giving it to God's people, right, us, society, mm-hmm. the law fulfills according to divine will, not human will. That's profound. Mm-hmm. And this is where we miss it, because we think, well, I didn't receive, I deserve, God, direct compensation, and it should be X dollars. As if you can say that he owes you something. You bet. Mm-hmm. And this is the problem when we're following manly principles, some of which are wonderful in context. Mm-hmm. In, in contrast to divine principles, which are immutable, immutable. That's right. The compensation plan is one of prosperity. And this is something we talked about in our very first segment today, Steve. Prosperity and receiving cash are, are different animals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that the currency, the money, the the cash can be part of prosperity and it and it is in in the right context and when the mm-hmm. principles are followed properly. You bet. Uh but the, and you mentioned what? 14 things that there's mm-hmm. this list of 14 things that come before money mm-hmm. in terms of prosperity. All of those things are things for which we would gladly trade money to receive if mm-hmm. we could. Mm-hmm. I think we're on to something here, Steve. Sounds great, my friend. Let's uh, let's pick it right up when we come back from this break. Stick with us, folks. We'll be right back in a few minutes. This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com, with the World of Ideas Report. When was the last time you visited a museum, a club, or a theme park and had to get your hand stamped? Have you ever looked down at the stamp and had dollar signs pop in your head? That is exactly what happened to Mike Brown, a 22-year-old from Costa Mesa. He launched a company called Handvertising USA, where X truly marks the spot. His company allows corporations to get their logos onto the rubber stamps used by venues and clubs around the world. Clients spend the whole day or at least a few hours at the venue and will look at the stamp right on their own skin many times. They even have to spend 30 seconds looking at it just to wash it off. It is pretty hard for companies these days to get good advertising impressions, let alone get stamped right on their audiences. Handvertising has gone global and Mike Brown discovered his first million dollar idea. The next time you get a stamp on your hand, know that good ideas are just one thought away. This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com with the World of Ideas Report. I've got a great idea With all of the rumors and fears surrounding the topic of PPMs, Breakon Advisors has decided to host a Saturday seminar titled Holding Fund and PPM Creation and Management. This powerful one-day seminar will be packed with real-time updated information from two different attorneys that specialize in securities. Will Rogers and Brian Ferris will delve into the complex securities laws surrounding private placement memorandums and registered investment advisors and they will instruct attendees about the proper methods for creating, structuring, and managing the PPM as a private fundraising entity. Of course, Carrie and Chad will be there also to provide their own practical information and advice. So come and join us on Saturday, December 15th to get your questions answered and to learn how PPMs can run into problems and learn how to avoid them. For more information, visit GodIndependence.com or call Corey at 801-961-1382. Okay, welcome back. Steve, we've got uh, just two segments left, this one and the next one. I think there's more to talk about than we have time to talk about. 
<laughs> so we may have to do a repeat performance someday. Well, I would love to do that, my friend. You know, every time I get together with you, it's always like that. I always say we, the bush is always burning. Yeah. Know? Well, th- this is just an example of the abundance that's out there in the world. And, and you know, as you start to, to have conversations, as you start to have exchanges and interactions with people, and you really begin to resonate at a meaningful level that's driven by, by purpose, mission, and love, it's just fantastic what can start to happen. You bet. And in fact, you know, I wanted to just share a, a quick anecdote. Uh, in fact, I've had several just today uh, experiences where I've, I've really gone out there just like you were saying, you know, prime the pump, just give. Just take what you have and put it out there and get it into the, to the hands and hearts and minds of other people. And then just see what happens, because the right. pump starts to churn. And uh, I had an experience just today where, where I was contemplating some people who are important to me, and I just want to, to lift them somehow if I can. Mm-hmm. And so one of these people, I just called his cell phone, and I just left a message. You know, hey, I'm just thinking about you. Uh, I hope things are going well. Give me a call if, if you'd like to chat. Well, he calls me back just a few minutes later and says, Something like, how did you know I was thinking about you? Mm. <laughs> and this happens so often, you know, when you get a connection with someone. And uh, he had been contemplating some things about how to to make some improvements in his life in various ways. And just last night was in a position where he was thinking, gosh, you know, I should call Dr. Paul. And then I call him today. And uh, I stopped believing in coincidences a long time ago mm-hmm. <laughs> because I believe that, you know, like you're saying, sometimes this sounds a little hokey to people, Steve, mm-hmm. that, you know, all this vibration stuff. Well, I tell people, look, you know, experiment with it. If it doesn't work for you, go back to the old way. <laughs> you can always go back. I've never met anybody yet that experimented with it. Once they set the intention to be happier, healthier, and wealthier, that's failed at it. Mm-hmm. So wait a minute, folks. If we're a million for a million here, hey, come on. You mm. know, my thing is, look, don't believe us. I'm not saying I have any truth here, but what I am saying, if your intention is to be happier, healthier, and wealthier, these principles work always, mm-hmm. not sometimes. And you're, so you're also an saying, thing. don't take my word for it. Right. You go put it to the test. That's it. So it really starts, you know, we talked about declaration of discontent, first stage, second stage, and that declaration of discontent begins to identify who you are not and then begins to identify where you're blowing it, where you're leaking the energy required and stop doing that. And then you get into identification, identification of your sole purpose gift, but more than that, the people that would be served by it and be willing to give it, be willing Mm -hmm. to give it for nothing. And watch the way the universe rewards you. If you look biblically and in some of the ancient scriptures, the Vedas of India say, you know, Krishna said, it is a man's duty, he called the word dharma, to discover your God-given gift and give it to the world. Do not focus on the fruit of the labor. Focus on the joy within the labor itself and watch what returns. What will return back typically will be tenfold what you gave in energy. Mm. So there's something now, Jesus, Lord Jesus says the same thing. 
Mm-hmm. So you recognize as you're giving it, it starts to come back. Now, how does it come back? What are the forms of prosperity that begin to come back? Well, you begin to resonate the soul group of teachers to you. You, you attract to you the teachers who are successfully doing your soul purpose. And at first, if you look at it through the lens of the ego, you go, oh, they're already doing it. No, 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 no. You bring something they don't bring. They're only showing you it can be done in a cash way. These well, teachers... In, in their ahead, particular way, too. Exactly. Because where I, where I hear you going with this, Stephen, then I'll let you continue, but... I I distinctly heard that every individual, every person in this world has something unique to contribute. Right. And there's nobody doing it exactly the way you would. That's right. Like you and I had been talking about your specific gift, and one of the things I said to you, you had told me one of the products that you had planned coming out with, and I said, Paul, that sounds really interesting, but I have to tell you, I hear, you know, hundreds of prosperity coaches talking about that. When you, the thing I see you do so uniquely is you bring prosperity to families. I'd buy that book. And you went, I think the next time we spoke, or I might have seen you a couple of weeks ago in Salt Lake, and you went, Steve, mm-hmm. i got to tell you, that really resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Well, and you it's know, changed the direction of some things, too. Uh, it, it just made so much sense to me that, okay, I don't have to go out there and be... You know, Wayne Dyer. I don't have to go out there and be Steve D'Annunzio. I, yep. It's it's my job to go out there and be Dr. Paul. Be- Brilliantly said. In fact, it can be dangerous trying to be someone you're not. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, so thank you for you the loving in- feedback, step, Steve. <laughs> step one. I'm sorry, Paul. What did you say? I just said thank you for the loving feedback. Yeah. <laughs> you know, declaration number one, number two, identification, number three, education. Education with the people who are already successfully doing your sole purpose mission. Now, go exchange with them. And this is important. You invest in their course. If it's $200, $300, $500, whatever. But you go with a specific intention. The intention is learn, but also Look what they're not giving. Look what's missing in their program. That's where your sole purpose will fill in. Folks, I can't stress this enough. Go to those coaches. If you went to Dr. Paul's workshop, you're going to get a ton of value, but you're going to notice there's something that you would say he didn't say. Same thing with Steve D'Annunzio. Go to Steve's workshop or Garrett Gunderson or whoever it is, and you're going to see them saying great stuff. But there's going to be something missing. Don't vilify the presenter. It's just your sole purpose that's going to fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. That's, that's okay? so well said. So, so well now said. Now what do we do? Okay, now we identify it and we realize it. Now we start nurturing it. We start cultivating it. This is where the spiritual disciplines come in. Folks, if you're not meditating here, meditation is going to take your individual consciousness and tie it into infinite consciousness of God infinite. And you're going to be downloading just like you do from the Internet, okay? Just like you do, mm-hmm. you know, your individual computer might be able to run on an airplane on battery power for an hour or two. No email, no Internet connection. Good, but limited. You tie in to the wall socket, and you tie into an Internet connection. Now you have an infinite source of power and a much more vast library of possibilities. That's what happens in meditation. And this is the fourth phase where I call it realization. Realization, it's almost like a little metaphor. You know, it takes realize to realize. 
one of the neat quotes about meditation in the Book of Mormon says, um, while, while in meditation the Lord touched my eyes of understanding, and the Lord shone round about, and we could truly see. And I'm paraphrasing here, but you'll mm-hmm. find something like that in the Book of Mormon, in, the, in Psalms, in the Old Testament, in, in uh, the Buddhist writings, the writings of Krishna, and the Hindu writings, and all, these, all the great teachers are saying the same thing. Transcend the ego-thinking mind that doesn't believe in soul purpose through meditation, and you begin to get a different sight. You begin to realize, and the realize, the divine eyes, turn on. All of a sudden, you start to see opportunity all around you. Now, this is where it's going to get very, very powerful for you, because without a team, can't do it. I don't imagine you run this radio show in your business by yourself, Dr. Paul. Am I correct? Oh, no way. I couldn't. See? <laughs> in fact, I've got my son here right now running all of the technical equipment. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's like the body. You know, and I thought as you were talking, I thought about that example in the New Testament that uh, uh, talks about the body as an analogy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, will the hand say that it doesn't have need of the foot or the head? Mm-hmm. or uh, All of the parts have a purpose. And, and in the same way, each of us has a purpose here in the earth. We're all part of the same body, if you will, of humanity. And yet we all have a distinct and... and uh, specialized purpose and if we if we're constantly just trying to be something else other than what we are we're not fulfilling our unique purpose and please don't make money your goal it can be a goal but not the goal Mm -hmm. because what happens is we have to remember that money is merely a medium of value exchange remember that money is an effect it is not a cause. Mm-hmm. This is where so many people blow it. Value creation is the cause, and nothing will create more value and give you more joy, health, and happiness than your sole purpose. But remember, the law of harvest says you plant the seed. We don't know exactly when it's going to sprout. Mm-hmm. That's why the spiritual discipline of meditation does two things. One, it transcends the ego-thinking mind, connects you to the higher power. Two, it activates the will, not just personal will. Forget personal will. It's a misnomer. It activates the divine will within you and faith. Faith to persist. Mm -hmm. If you make money the goal, you know, what is money? Dead presidents on dirty paper. (laughs) Yeah, and what do you want that for anyway? What do you want that for? Right, you're going to just go trade it for something you really want. That's exactly (laughs) right. Now, I'm not saying I have anything against money. But it's the people that I love. That's right. You know, I, I love people and use money. Mm-hmm. It's all done with people. And use six people to bless people. Take everybody you love off the face of the earth. But here's $6 billion. You got nothing. Mm-hmm. That's right. So you use the money to bless the people. That's it. And the... so, so we're five stages up this ladder. And, of course, I take people through this in my book, Prosperity Paradigm. Mm-hmm. which, you know, we're going to talk about at some point. Should I wait till we come back from the break, Dr. Paul, or do I have a minute to just talk about it right now? We've got a break coming up in just a few seconds. Why don't you at least give an introduction to it, and then we'll come back to that in our final segment. Well, if you go into Prosperity Steve, www.prosperitysteve, there's an amazing offer that I want to 
give to people, and I want to give people for 25 bucks my $15,000 course. And that's uh, what we've been talking about today. But, you know, the main gist is love yourself. It starts with self-love. That's where it starts. Mm-hmm. And that triggers and primes the pump for all kinds of fantastic stuff to start happening in your life. That. Cool stuff. We'll be back with one more segment with Steve Denunzio right after this break. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life. I'm so glad that you've joined me for the Live on Purpose podcast. Please visit my website, drpaul.org. There you can subscribe to my weekly easing, Empower. Browse the events page to get connected with what's coming up or pick up some CDs or other great products. I also want to point you toward our sponsors, creationtreecoaching.com and producerretreats.com. What is Project Liberty? This is Kerry Valerio of Raycon Incorporated to tell you a little about it. Raycon has had the desire to give back, and from this desire to teach our investors how to become truly financially independent and to become true capitalists, Project Liberty has emerged. Project Liberty is a one-year educational program that aims to provide individuals with the tools necessary to gain their own financial independence. With our first class of students who have heard such comments as, Project Liberty was the answer to our prayers. I've learned more in three months than I have in three years. Both the instructors and the curriculum have added unprecedented value to my life. Project Liberty is about to begin accepting 10 new students for its second session, which begins in January. For more information, contact our website, gotindependence.com, or call Corey at 801-961-1382. The number again is 801-961-1382. This is Ross Kellen Moore of Creation Tree Coaching, and I've got two questions for you. Who are you? What do you want? You see, I've figured out that you and I can absolutely create anything that we really want. But to do that, we've got to be absolutely clear on who we really are and what we really want. So what do you want? More financial abundance? More fulfilling relationships? A higher level of health and fitness? How about finding your work that allows you to create massive value for others in the way that you love most? Welcome to Creation Tree Coaching. We are the world's premier provider of abundance, education, and resources. We are here to help you create the life you really love. Begin now at creationtreecoaching.com. Check out our live teleseminar classes and podcasts. Get to know our coaches and schedule a coaching session. Explore training for your business and employees. Welcome to Creation Tree Coaching and a whole new world that you create on purpose. Hey, that music will get us going for this last segment. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Steve, as you were introducing your book, I've got it right here on the table in front of me. And uh, this is a book that I was introduced to, oh, it's probably probably a year and a half ago, something Mm -hmm. like that, where I met you at at an event and uh, purchased your book there at the event and just really enjoyed listening to you talk about soul purpose about discovering soul purpose and then um, some of the principles that go behind it. And this book has been such an influential book for me 
and for other people, as you were saying, you know, earlier, we get into these to these groups of people who have similar ideas, who resonate at the same kind of a frequency, and The Prosperity Paradigm is a book that is well-known and well-loved among the people in my prosperity network. So I want to give a, give a plug to this, too. Now, Steve, you mentioned that you're doing a special, I think it's a, you're calling it a launch, aren't you? Yeah, well, you know, Paul, first of all, I'm so honored, you know, um, you know, the value of uh, and, and, the, and the quality of my life is directly proportionate to the quality of the people in my life, and it's really mm-hmm. high quality and loving people like you that make it what it is, so thank you. Oh, really thank honored you. that you appreciate the work and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know, the, when, when you bought that book, I was in kind of a, a phase of still perfecting the book, and after about four years of writing this book, I finally got it, probably 95%. What God, you know, created mm-hmm. it to possibly be, and it's. And I'm going to leave it alone now. I've promised my wife I'm I'm done, honey. But mm-hmm. um, it's it's really the fourth edition of the book, and we're finally doing a launch. And I truly believe that when we have exercises that help us experience things, we can read a book and go through it by observation. But really, we're going. I agree. I disagree. I agree. I disagree. Mm-hmm. That's not the way that I've been taught by God to learn. I learn experientially, and so I created a companion work to the Prosperity Paradigm, which is four workbooks with tutorials and a meditation CD, so I can really get people to dig in with me, do the exercises. There's 24 exercises that go along with the book, The Prosperity Paradigm, in these workbooks. They're full-color workbooks, and I created this course called The Enlightened Entrepreneur, and Anybody that's coming into the Enlightened Entrepreneur in 2008, it's a $15,000 course. I only take 20 people. I've got 18 people mm-hmm. two, about already signed up and six people vying for the last two spots. Now, I decided, what could I do to really overproduce for people? I thought, during my book, book launch, which is between November 30th and December 3rd, if people go into www.prosperitysteve.com and order my book for 25 bucks. I'm giving the whole Enlightened Entrepreneur course. Oh, wow. But more importantly, there's an MP3 from Dr. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's going to make it worth the 25 bucks alone, folks. <laughs> well, and I can say a little something about that. Is, uh, what I'm contributing to this, and I, I know, Steve, you've got a number of friends who are, who are offering different gifts or offers or things to go along with this book launch, because we all just want to see you prosper and succeed and and if we can just sweeten the pot for people who want to buy this book, um, what Steve's referring to here, folks, is a, a recording that I've done, and it's it's based on some just some some really basic principles that I've found to help families and relationships. That's that's the focus of it, and it's based on four P's that I teach, based on principle, paradigm, purpose, and passion but with a specific application to strengthening those key relationships in your in your family. And uh, so, yes, if you buy Steve's book during the launch from November 30th to December 3rd, uh, you will get a copy of that as well. <laughs> but you know, Well, the... it's important because one of the things I really don't address in the book, I'm really addressing more the individual mm-hmm. and a transformation of their own consciousness through the reading of this book, but more so giving away the workbooks. They're all downloadable. You can leave them in your computer and, or you can print them out. Um, you know, the MP3 tutorials are all printable. You can print them out. 
But, you know, <laughs> Dr. Paul added something to the gift. Uh, I really didn't address prosperity for families. I really was more addressing the reader of the book, but not your, you know, uh, nuclear extended family. So I think you've added something, Paul, that I think is phenomenal. I'll tell you, there's very few other gifts besides your gift I'm giving in this book launch because I wanted it to be something that was unique, and many people wanted to add bonus gifts in there that you can get anywhere else. I didn't think mm-hmm. that was unique to people. I really wanted to give true value. And so if people go into Prosperity Steve um, anytime between November 30th, which is Friday, November 30th, coming up, and Monday, December 3rd, you can get the whole downloadable Enlightened Entrepreneur program for $25. Mm-hmm. The book, uh, you know, I'm also going to send immediately after you, you make the transaction, I'm going to send the book on uh, like an e-book. You can start reading it almost immediately afterwards. So, you know, it may take a couple of weeks mm-hmm. to get to you knowing that we're going to get a lot of orders, but you'll get the e-book immediately and then you'll get the, the regular book in the mail shortly thereafter. Oh, that's fantastic, Steve. And I, I just want to voice my support for what you're doing. Folks, The Prosperity Paradigm is one of those books that you want to have in your collection. Uh, put it on your reading list. If you're, if you're mired under a pile, pile of books, we've got a speed reading class for you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is one that I, I highly recommend, and I've recommended it to my, to my clients. I think it's written from a place of love. Uh, you were commenting about uh, Wayne Dyer's works, and I see this in the same category. And uh, this is just phenomenal stuff. So I want to I want to give my support to that. Now, before we get uh, to the end of this show, Steve, I think uh, you've given us five of the seven, was it? Yeah, I did. I gave you uh, first declaration of discontent, identification of your unique soul purpose, education with the people already doing it as the third level. Realization of what's missing is the fourth level. The fifth level is meditation. Mm, the fifth level is meditation. Right. You cannot do it without surrendering your personal will and dedicating your life to the will of the divine. Soul purpose is divine will. Mm-hmm. If you have a rub with that, you know what's preventing you then from living it. Okay? okay. Personal will is not the same as divine will. Personal will is about me, money, me. Divine will is about us, value, us, service. Okay, so meditation is number five. Number six, formation. Formation of a pragmatic business plan. You have to be willing to bump your profit down temporarily. You have to be willing to create a business plan. Mm -hmm. It just can't be scattershot. This is something that Garrett Gunderson and I teach in our Soul Purpose Fast Track. If you're not bringing it into a pragmatic business plan, You know, you're not creating favorable conditions for success. That's formation. And number seven is celebration. Celebration Mm. of the inevitable success once you understand that discipline times intention equals inevitable success. So it's the discipline to do your spiritual disciplines, practice your prosperity hour, first thing, give that first hour to God every morning, your meditation, your prayer, your scripture, whatever it is, your exercise, you know. That's the discipline. Times intention, which is full purpose, equals inevitable success. So let's celebrate it together, and that's the seventh stage. Mm-hmm. This, is, this also brings the gratitude back in. You bet. Which gratitude is such an important part of all of this. And, and you know, it really triggers some, some vibrations, if you like, in the mind that are mm-hmm. consistent with prosperity. 
Can I speak to that if we have time about gratitude? I think One of the biggest misnomers I see is that, you know, every listener of this recognize the amazingly abundant life you already have. Wake up in the morning and go through a list. Start, I greet this day with love in my heart and then say, thank you, God, for the gift of my husband or my wife or my children, my, my body, my breath, their mm-hmm. health, my health. All my senses, this phenomenal home, this wonderful car, food in our cupboards, great friends. Then you're opening up for God to put more in your hands because, folks, if we're not already grateful for the things we've already been given, why should God give us any more? That's right. So instead of saying, gee, God, it's snowing, you know, I really wanted more money than I thought I was supposed to get this. Now we're in a state of fighting. Our fists are balled up. God's trying to put more in our hands, but they're not open, they're closed, and it just rolls off. (laughs) We're too busy fighting it. We're too busy fighting it instead of saying, okay, Lord, I get it. It is me. It is me. The last thing I want to leave people with is in your meditation, one of the things that's been working phenomenally well for me is, Lord, I don't know what I don't know. (laughs) If there is something in that domain, you would have me know. I'm open to it, God, and I'm going to put in my order that I prefer it to be brought with beauty, not pain. <laughs> but it's only a preference, God, whatever well, your deal. you know, That's I'm a good. preference and a personal bias, because it may be the pain that's going to teach you more acutely. It may be, and yet I'm still going to place my order in the great cosmic restaurant. <laughs> well, I think that's fair, too. <laughs> Even though I have to be honest, of course, that, you know... I've learned more from the pain than from the beauty, but I've shifted, really. Since I've really been living my sole purpose, I'm more motivated to move towards pleasure than away from pain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's been a profound shift, personally, to experience in the last seven years. Mm. That comes with understanding. Mm. It comes with with the knowledge and wisdom and insight that you can gain as you start to tap into the infinite source of knowledge and of truth. And, uh, you know, I th- people may, may get the impression that this is a very spiritual kind of a program today. And, and well, it is, isn't it? It is. I think, uh, I think there are reasons for that. And, Steve, you and I are both striving to be spiritually minded people yes. and to bring a message of truth and love and peace and hope and, and uh, just all of those higher energy things to the world and uh some people may not be aware that you're also a minister mm-hmm. uh involved in that kind of work on a daily basis mm-hmm. and really and and I am too mm-hmm. in ways that make it hard for me to separate because I think that all truth has one great source and whatever your understanding is of that source get connected get that- connected to the source even if you consider the higher power to be, you know, an energy field, the electromagnetic energy field. Mm-hmm. You know, the most important thing is that God is infinite and isn't erotic and doesn't need our love, but we sure do need God's. Whether mm-hmm. you call God science or Wakantanka or Heavenly Father or Divine Mother or Jesus Christ or Buddha or Krishna, it's not, you know, what you call God, but it is that you call God. It's not just that you're speaking to God, or it's that you're listening Mm-hmm. that we're listening, and not wondering, you know, concern yourself, well, who did God really speak to? But the question is, who's really listening? That's right. You know, I hope we're all listening. And listeners, 
Thank you for listening today. Steve, thank you so much. Dr. Paul, it's been a pleasure as always. God bless you and your family and all your work, my friend. Well, and the same to you. I want to give one final plug here, prosperitysteve.com. Get onto that website between November 30th and December 3rd, and you'll have some amazing offers from this wonderful man, Steve D'Annunzio. Thank you for joining us today. This is Dr. Paul signing off.